1: Oh, I got a live one here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um <yee-hoo. laughs> Dallas, Texas was happening, baby. Uh it's your boy, uh who's Texan? Who's Texan out here? Like, what's a? Te- I'm Tony Romo. Yeah, that's where I was going to go. Yeah, uh, I'm
1: Eddie Steinberg. I'm not anybody Texas.
0: Um, welcome to the Spears and Steinberg. You know what it is—the Jew and the Jerk. So I read somebody. Somebody wrote on my Instagram, and it made me laugh like a motherfucker. Uh, instead, he said instead of Jew and the Jerk, it should be uh, the Jew and the Semite. <laughs> 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 Welcome to the Spirits and Steinberg Podcast, a.k.a. the Jew and the Jerk, the Jew and the Semite, the nigger and the kike
1: It was anti-Semite though, wasn't it? No, it was Semite semi, okay. semi. um,
0: What's happening, baby? We here in Dallas The home, well, we're not actually in Fort Worth, I was just going to say the home of the Cowboys And you know, it's funny, I said Tony Romo because, uh what was it fr- first show Friday night? Friday yeah. night, yeah. Tony Romo came to my show, y'all. Tony fucking Romo. I wish I was a football dude. I'm not I'm not a football guy. So like when I play NBA 2K, with the exception of maybe two or three teams, I know pretty much everybody on every team. First and last name. Football, I play Madden. Like the other day I played I was the Steelers versus the Eagles. Only person I knew on the Steelers was Roethlisberger, if I'm even saying his name right. Well, he's on he, on the Steelers. On so the Steelers, he, yeah, yeah. I didn't know who the fuck was on the Eagles, and other than Roethlisberger, I didn't know who else was on the Steelers. I play football Madden on my PS4, but I do not. Wa- I'm not a football guy, which again I know in America is blasphemous. Um, but you knew who Tony Romo was. I know who Tony Romo is. Yeah. Like I, I, I know maybe one or two guys. On a couple teams, but that's it. We should I, I, I don't know if like if you would have give me every team in the NFL, chances are I can't name one player on there. Like I know, uh, like if you said the Patriots, no Tom Brady, Gronkowski, that's it.
1: And Gronk's gone now. So. Gronk's gone.
0: So I'm, I'm not I'm not football savvy, man. But I knew enough about Romo because my brother is a huge Cowboys fan. Uh, so the, the 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 comedy club guy was like. Yeah, we. Tony's coming tonight. And uh, it was funny because when he, when he got here, um, I was walking towards the back of the green room to, to, to the, in the club, and Tony just had happened to come in there. And I said, yo, Tony, what's up, man? He was like, dude, you're fucking funny, man. Mad TV, Shaq's all-star. You're fucking funny, dude. So we kind of hugged it out for a little bit. And as, and as he was walking to his seat and I was walking with him, I said, Tony, you know, I'm going to fuck with you a little bit. He said, give it. I Come on, bring it. I can give it as good as you can get. It. Give it to me. I'm good, too. I, I go in front of those mics. Of course, I went, whatever, nigga. Um, so cut to you were supposed to do a joke. I did the joke. You
1: did the joke. But tell the people what you told Tell me what the joke was going to be. Let's go through it. All the joke was supposed to be is I was just going to ask the room of anybody here. Has fucked Jessica Simpson, which was hilarious, and which would have worked, but I didn't call out Tony Romo being in you the audience had to do so that everybody understood. But I kind of, you know what? In hindsight, yes, it would have been. It would have been. And when you, I'll let I'll let you present hindsight since you're the hindsight of this. It Andy was, got cold feet, y'all. No, it was just funny to me just to call it out. I know but 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 I even asked you before we did the show
0: because before the show started you went, I was going go do the job
1: no I was, but I said I would if I even if I did it, I said I wasn't going to call him out. I know, but you told me that you before the show really I, started I wasn't going to but but he made so much he came in after the show started because he didn't want everybody to see I'm sure it's because he didn't want everybody to see him which was which is cool that's fine right but the the but the server was nervous taking his order.
0: How do you know that?
1: Because they were so fucking loud. That's the only reason I even called them out. It was so annoying to me that they got that loud. Right. And not annoyed, annoyed, but annoyed enough that i if it would have been anybody else, I would have called it out. Right. So I had to figure out. So then I was like, well, then just fucking say it then. Okay, but you didn't let people know he was there. No, I didn't. And that's why the joke fell flat. It did. It fell flat, but it, but it, it, it caught the person it needed to catch.
0: But what's the point of that if the audience ain't in on the joke? I know. You're right. You're right. So- I went on stage, and uh, there's a segment in my stand-up where I talk about divorce. And I basically say, ladies, y'all suck the right dick. Y'all can be taken care of for life. And then I took a nice, sweet pause, and I turned to where Tony was sitting, and I went, Miss Romo. (laughs) And the crowd fucking lost it. But by this time, I had already acknowledged Tony.
1: Yeah,
0: Um, And then later on... uh, Tony had tried to take a crack, and at first the audience didn't hear what he said. So I said, Tony, I'm going to give you one more shot, baby. Go for it. So this was his attempt at trying to get back at me. Yeah. He goes, well, you know, Aries, your last name is Spears. Don't have me call your sister Brittany. Whop, womp, womp. Which, first of all, people, you know how many times I've heard that? You know how many times people have tried to make that joke? <laughs> Dude, Britney Spears is your sister the lamest shit ever. So when he said it, I just went, Oh, Tony. No wonder why you never won a ring,
1: nigga. That was a fumble. Listen, I'm gonna tell you why Tony never won a ring. Oh, so that this is okay, you know better than I do. No, no, this is the reason I, I think that he never won a ring. Because you're not allowed to have everything in life. Did he have everything? Man, he got he was he didn't get drafted. You know, he was a. he was uh, an undrafted free agent. Uh-huh. And uh, then he got and, and they, they they made him I mean, what was Parcells, put it together with him, said he was going to be the next quarterback for the Cowboys when he was yeah. there, and he did it, and he was the Cowboys quarterback. He's a good-looking dude. He has fucking dimples. Yeah. he's. I mean, everybody everybody wants this dude on their network. Right. Girls want him. He was a good football player. But let's, <laughs> And here's my question now, though. Was he really? And I'm
0: only asking because I yeah. really don't know. Because when you talk about the greats, what I do know, Montana – Steve Young, I don't know if he was Tom ever good. Brady. Yeah. I don't think he was ever Marino. Good. Even though Marino never won a ring, he's considered one of the best. Peyton Manning is he at
1: that upper echelon? I, I don't know that he ever was at that level, but he was at a a really good quarterback level. He was a good quarterback. He was a really solid quarterback. Right. And I think this is what I think. He was good looking. He was a quarterback. He seems to have he was a, white. A white. He has, seems to have this perfect life, and. I think at the end, God can't give you everything, so he... She it. So he either, this is my theory, He we either had a... In his life, he was either going to get blessed with a big dick or a ring, and you can't have both. You can't have every He doesn't thing. grab me as a big dick guy. I think that he must, or he would have won a ring. So that's the theory. That's my theory. I think you have every... You can't have everything. I think a big dick is one of the things that you are blessed to have.
0: Well... I can debunk that theory, but I have to <laughs> throw him under the bus, and I can't do that to my man. There's a nigga that plays in the NBA who has everything. But he got a ring, right? He's got several. That's why he has oh, his ring. Oh, that's why his dick is little. little. <laughs> got you.
1: Got you. You can't got, have everything. There's got to be some ring big dick niggas. You can't have it. Well, then, but then they're ugly. You can't have everything. You're not allowed you to have Michael everything. Michael Jordan
0: might be packing.
1: He he got up pretty high. I don't think if it was that heavy. I don't think you
0: <laughs> could jump out the gym.
1: <laughs> oh shit! Um,
0: well, yeah, Tony came to the show, uh, and it was, and I'm gonna tell you something, man. Like, like it's funny because so many of these dudes you see on TV, you have an impression of them, and it's not till you meet them that you find out the truth. Yo, a couple times Tony playfully hit me in the chest. Like he was like, yo, you funny man, pow that shit hurt. (laughs) Like, you could feel these niggas' strength though. Like, there's a reason why these motherfuckers be in the NFL, man. Like, Tony, first of all, he's over, he's a little over six feet. I didn't picture him being that tall for some reason.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: That's like, that's like, dude, in the world of giants in the NBA, Allen Iverson is considered a little guy, right? You forget. He's taller than us. Yeah,
1: he's six feet. Yeah, it's just in in when you look at it on the court, right? It looks like the little. But dude. when you see
0: him in person, you're like, yeah. "Damn, this
1: nigga's tall." Yeah, well, and he's in, still in great shape, and he could play football still. But he's had in, so many injuries. Well, then he can't play football still. He Had man. so many injuries, and then when um, Dak Prescott was was promoted, I th- it was time for him to be done. He probably could have gone to another team that needed a quarterback, right? Without without a doubt. But but didn't he always kind of. Failed during the big moments? He had some big moment issues. But then he did have some games where it looked like he was past that. But his injuries, by that time he was too injured. And, and the Cowboys, for a long time, didn't have a lot around him. Uh, so you think it was more about the personnel than him? Uh, at, at one point, and, and I think when he first, when they did have some opportunities, I, I don't think that he was uh, mentally, I think mentally you grow into that position too right. for playoffs. You know, you got to learn from... Uh, right. Like, like, like the Raptors going and winning right off the top, right off like. Which that. we'll get into that. Yeah. Uh, that's a phenomenon, you know. Come on, look,
0: look, look, real quick, real quick. I don't want to sidebar that because we'll get to that. We got some NBA talk, but uh, congratulations, Toronto, you won. But you niggas know, you niggas know, motherfucker. Y'all won, but but that's the way the NBA <laughs> works. <laughs> Was that laugh? Is that Kawhi? Yeah, we that weird <laughs> that laugh. That weird laugh. Um But that's how the NBA works. I know nigga, but come on, man. You know. They want it. Motherfucking They want it. KD, Clay,
1: DeMarcus. If them niggas was all 100, ain't no fucking way Canada wins. Yeah, but you you know that uh uh Kawhi isn't hundred percent right now either. No, he is. No, he isn't. He's a little hurt, but we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get to all that. All right, yeah, we'll get to that. Um
0: Yeah, so Tony Romo, he's a strong dude, man. Motherfucker got some power,
1: and he was cool. He really was cool. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, he didn't come up say anything to me. But Dude,
0: again, I, it just it, I, you know, fuck. I don't know why, but it's like it's like I it's like I have a out of body experience. I'm not me when some of these. I just get shocked still. Like Tony Romo, really? Yeah. But you know, yeah. Uh, since we're on the topic of football, in another. Attempted murderous news. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's back. Your boy has a Twitter account. Uh, now, ho- to- hold on. Let's make sure we catch him. Hey, Twitter world. This is yours, Truly. Now, coming soon to Twitter, you'll get to read all my thoughts and opinions on just about everything. Now, there's a lot of fake OJ accounts out there. So this one. At the real OJ32 is the only official one. So it should be a lot of fun. I got a little getting even to do. So God bless. Take care. This nigga said, I got some getting even to do. Yo, butcher knife stocks is on the rise. An alert to all white women. Protect your goddamn necks. Get you some metal turtlenecks. You know what I'm saying?
1: It's glove season. (laughs) Nigga. Man, he didn't do it. He was proven innocent in the court of law. OJ, nigga is back. Do you think if like Ginzu Knives, remember Ginzu Knives on TV? Do you think if they would, if he would promote them, if he would be the spokesperson for them, would that be a... Oh, I think they would go through the roof, (laughs) nigga. They would go through the roof. And if you buy now,
0: you'll get these special edition knives that come with a glove. (laughs) You wear the glove while you cut, nigga. Oh, shit. I bet you he gets a lot of pussy still. Well, you see all this. First of all, he's still a good-looking dude. For as old as he is? I I mean, OJ. when O.J. was younger, O.J. had white man features. He didn't have a broad African nigga nose with flared nostrils. He had that white man chiseled point nose with that square jaw. OJ OJ had white man features damn near. So he's still a good looking guy. He's just older. So you think that's better looking? No, I didn't say it was better. I'm just saying in 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 the world of what is deemed by society. Model like. Model like. He had that, you know, yeah. He, I'm not saying it's better, you know. Uh what's her name? Nina Simone, uh Beanie Siegel. They got them, you know, them true black, you know. Negro look, and I'm not saying it's not beautiful. How can I say it's not? Of course, it's beautiful. But OJ just got that. Oh, I'm OJ. That you chiseled know, features, that chiseled look shit, like I'm a model, like a like, model, like he's
1: a superhero. Like remember those uh, Eddie Murphy when that uh, when his first uh, Carson, and he uh-huh. used to do that model catalog joke. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna wear this suit because it makes me look. I love that. I love. Yeah. That. If you guys don't, uh, for the people who might not have seen Eddie Murphy's. Early, early stand-up. You could go look Did up you ever Johnny see Carson.
0: Oh, that's right. That's what you're talking about. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah you can look up the, for his first appearance on Carson, which was incredible. Because yeah. he was like, what is he, 19, right? Yeah, I think so. It's fucking unbelievable. Yeah. To, and that's what I'm saying. That, that You know what? And that kind of goes with what we are talking about when you talked about Romo and how it's so unnatural for someone that young. To, uh, and to hit, go on to a show like Johnny Carson Which was iconic at the time Which people right. don't understand Because that's the way If you were a comic That's how you got launched Into the next level right. of comedy And he went out there Cool as could be like Oh, Eddie, Eddie always, you know Had that bravado and that confidence But that's what's rare Even in athletes For that right. first time you get there To be right. that dude Yeah No, I mean, listen O.J.
0: had a presence Yeah You know Uh and, and again, it's rare for athletes to be able to act. Certainly, be funny. And I don't know about too much of dramatic acting. Even though, again, when you look at him in Roots, he wasn't
1: bad. Uh, but certainly, the Naked Gun movies—he was funny, man. Yeah, he was. He was great. And he used to do all those Hertz rental car commercials. Yeah, that's and that's when he was still playing.
0: Go, OJ. Go. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, man. O- O.J., you know, he had he had charisma. He had charm he, when he would do the, 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 the sports commentating. You know, again, that's not easy to do. Uh, you know, Magic Johnson improved. There used to be a point in time, yo, where Magic, Magic couldn't articulate well. Well, you remember that first talk show he had. Oh, disastrous. Disastrous. We used to do the Mad TV skit where every – Time we I would do magic. He would have a new show that got canceled in the same night. Said it was an ongoing gag. Um, but yeah, man, I used to tell people like John Sally. Yeah. John's a funny motherfucker. He's great, and he's very natural in the, in front of the camera. Rick Fox can act. Rick Fox is another one with that, that talk about having everything. That dude does have everything. The ring, the looks. He it must not be big. It's I think he it might. Yo, them, them, them niggas that be mixed, that combination, it's almost like when you see an ugly man with a beautiful woman, they make the prettiest babies. Like, you could take a nigga that look like King Kong and put him with fucking Halle Berry, and the baby will be gorgeous. Something about when dudes be mixed black-white, it fucks with their dicks. Because some white dudes be having big balls. Like huge nuts, but little, dicks be average. And then, you know, some niggas in porn be big dicks would look like they got one ball. When that black-white mix, it do something to the dick and balls, like the chemistry, where the niggas shit be ridiculous. Rick Rick probably, yeah, Rick probably is right, nigga. Because he got that motherfucking white hair, too. His texture, his hair ain't coarse, nigga. His shit is straight moose.
1: He's that special nigga, man. Dude, he really dude, he's like I hate to say this because we joke about them. Shaq would always joke. Yeah. Jo- pretty rigger. Yeah, that Ricky no homo pretty. thing. He's a good looking dude. Hey
0: man, listen, listen, no homo, even though I done talked about this nigga's nuts. <laughs> um You'd be you'd be you'd be in male denial if you just looked at fucking uh if you looked at Rick Fox and went, Nah, I don't see it. Yo, the nigga is fucking like, he looks like he bathes in butter. Well, who was he married to? He was married to Vanessa Williams. Yeah,
1: and have you ever seen Vanessa Williams? I'm sure that, you met her. With her day, she was hot. Dude, she... That bitch now, you take that makeup off, nigga? I, well, she always had bad skin. She never... Her skin was never right. good. But I met her she, I, when I used to work at Saks Fifth Avenue. She came in there, and uh, she was shoe shopping. And I didn't work in the women's shoes, but I became the women's shoe shopper guy that did day. Did she have one... Uh, did you see her feet? Uh, yeah. Very nice, nice.
0: Nice feet. She looked like she got nice feet. Dude, she, and those eyes, though, dude. When she hit you with those oh, eyes. L- let me tell you. Let dude. me tell you. Let, 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 the young Vanessa Williams was, was untouchable. But was, now she's got that. You could see the age.
1: Yeah. Well, she aged. Yeah. But those when she when she looked at me, dude, I swear to God, I just I, I went in there to see her and I pretended like I was working. And you got hypnotized. And I saw those eyes. I just I, I looked at her. I didn't move. And then I just went, oh fuck! And I just got the fuck out of there because I wasn't going to be able to look at her again like that. Same thing happened to me when I saw Rick Fox.
0: <laughs> dude, I, I, I had a uh, lunch with Chris Rock one time at this hot spot in L.A. And Spike Lee walked in, and he was waiting on somebody, and he was waiting on Rick Fox. And Rick walked in, and I mean, dudes and women gasped for air. Some motherfuckers just got that that look, man, where you know you're just a pretty motherfucker, man. Pretty motherfucker. Yeah. Um. Speaking of basketball, big news. Yeah. The Lakers. I, I think. I think LeBron's gonna snatch him one. This is
1: his window. Yeah, well, this is his window. It, it, it his window doesn't make a difference now. What What do you mean? Because he's, because LeBron is would rather pass than shoot anyway. He loves distributing the ball. He loves running the court, and that doesn't take the same kind of energy that now he has. Ad but it, that none of that matters. At Ad end, and at, him, the, the pressure he has on him to win a championship as a Laker. Yeah, the pressure might be there, but his his body, he has the window has opened up a couple more years now that he has someone who who has that. Knock on wood strength.
0: injury free. Yes. If he doesn't suffer a catastrophic injury. And to be honest with you, him
1: sitting it out this year it was probably the best thing.
0: Yeah. He's gonna be rejuvenated. Um so here's their lineup Ray John Rondo, veteran point guard, good. Uh yo, they still got Lance Stevenson. Okay. Who is a yeah. train wreck, but when he works for you, he works for you. So that's good. Still got motherfucking uh, JaVale McGee. Legit seven-footer who crashed the boards, blocked a shot. They still got Tyson Chandler, which is dope. Yeah, Backup center. Another big man. Crashed the boards, block. which means Anthony Davis can play his natural position at power and forward. forward. Yeah. Him and LeBron... Woo! And they still got Kuzma. So they got a sharpshooter, a veteran point guard, two legit big men, LeBron and Anthony Davis. I don't see anybody in the West stopping them because you can't say Golden State. KD's gone for next year. Yeah. Clay Thompson might not even come back. So all they really got is Draymond, Boogie Cousins. And Steph, and that's not enough.
1: Yeah, but Boogie isn't even guaranteed to be there because his contract was a one-year deal. He'll probably resign. He'll probably resign. Probably, but it's still not even a guarantee. And then who else? Who else isn't? Like, who else in the West
0: is going to fuck with the Lakers? Houston, we I, James Harden has proven when it's time to put your dick on the table, he comes up short. Denver. And Chris Paul's always injury-prone. Denver's not what not. I would say Denver if they didn't pick up AD.
1: But now with AD, I'm not fucking with Denver. No, we don't. Who know else? What, we don't know what's going to shake out yet. Still, um, no, that's really it. That's it. It's really it. Well, not. Well, you still have the Clippers.
0: Clippers don't stand a chance. They didn't stand a chance without AD. If LeBron didn't get hurt last year and miss all them games, I believe the Lakers would have made the playoffs. If
1: Kawhi Leonard comes over,
0: he's not. Let that go. You Kawhi, know. why would he lead Toronto now? Because he, he would have left if they didn't win it. They just won a championship. I, he's I, not
1: leaving. I agree because he can stay in there. He's like the key, he's the king of Canada right now. He is. They have a. The, did you hear about the thing where uh, he gets to eat free at any restaurant for the rest of his life? And, wow. And, uh, that's really what, that's what they said. You know, uh, but. He, I, that's why I also think that... Uh, it doesn't even feel right that Canada has a championship. I think championship. it does, man. Our championship. I think it does. No. no. And, and to you
0: motherfuckers that was hit me on Instagram talking about, well, it was invented in Canada. It I wasn't invented in Canada. Well, no, the guy that invented yeah, it was yeah, from Canada. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, yeah, but it was invented
0: here. Okay, well, then it's American, goddammit. And we take everything we want. So, fuck that. We taking that, too. <laughs> We didn't give the Indians their land, we claimed it We didn't give niggas their rights, you know what I'm saying But we had to take that, we taking that
1: And by the way, uh, they believe that 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 game that Mm -hmm. Naismith invented Was formed off of a Native American uh, game that was played here already Oh, already? Yeah, yeah
0: White people, y'all steal Oh my god, y'all niggas be stealing White people be stealing you stole niggas, you stole America, you stole basketball, you steal all our dances. You niggas steal. And they call niggas thieves. <laughs> White people, you motherfuckers are hilarious. You you call niggas thieves,
1: but you've been stealing since the beginning of time. It's just been going into a big giant pot, uh, the melting pot. Hey man, The American melting steal pot. Steal that and put it
0: in the melting pot. It's for everybody. <laughs>
1: um... <laughs> Canada. It just feels weird, Dude, but it, it, it's made. It's gonna. It, it basketball is the most international game. A uh, uh, soccer is, is still the biggest, and then hockey in Canada has always been big, but it is growing. The momentum with basketball is growing in Canada. It's gonna make basketball the one of the biggest. It's becoming the biggest sport in the world overall, and it's going to be because what other game can you play by yourself? Can you practice by yourself? Can you you can get better by yourself? Right. I I love basketball. Basketball is my favorite sport. So I think it's good for basketball. I think it's good uh, for uh, this country to have another country that grabbed that that trophy. And we have to put some stuff together to go back and get that trophy. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, I know you don't like it. I like it.
0: And and then again, I have to go to some degree. And I know this might be petty. Because, look, a a win is a win. And once you you're champion, you're champion. But don't you feel like, in order for you to be a true champion, you got to do it twice? No, all, no. All the all the the teams that you remember that roll off the tip of your tongue, the dynasties. Yes, but
1: that's, that's, that's Toronto. You don't. I bet you. You think they're gonna repeat back to back? I nope. I don't even know if he's staying. So how can I even say? Let's say he stays. Uh, nope. They probably need. They probably need to to add to the mix. I think
0: Milwaukee definitely is going to be better. Um, like, look, dude, when you go Lakers five. Well, I mean, in in, in hindsight, yeah. thirteen. But I'm talking about Magic's five. But thirteen, the Celtics. How many did they win total? Know. A lot, a lot. The Bulls six. Even Detroit two. San Antonio five. Who mentions Dallas?
1: Remember but, Dirk won yeah, the one. Yeah, but Dallas won one. He Still got it though. I know, but <laughs> call Barkley up, ask him if he'd take the one. Of course he would. Okay, so one one's enough. I don't know, man. Fucking Canada. You just don't want to give it to Canada. It was a good team. They put it there. Listen, most of the team, most of the team is almost all the teams from the from the United States. Uh, everything that they put together, if you don't include Drake on the team. Drake Drake thought he was on the team. Uh, oh, some of the, some of the, some of the shit on
0: Instagram with Drake was hilarious. Did you see the one clip where they lost the game and he had on the blue coat and he was walking from the floor through the tunnel and somebody wrote Drake act like he just played. Yeah. Like this motherfucker walking like he just got the it, it's,
1: it's some of the funniest shit on Drake. Some of the memes on Drake was but, hilarious. But but Drake is going to come really close to being that Spike Lee character. I <sighs> Where where there's going to be someone that just doesn't like Drake's attitude and steps up steps up like a a I don't know if you give Drake that because Spike and Jack
0: been at it since way back. Drake feels like he
1: just popped up on the scene. Yeah, because it's in Toronto. But don't forget when when Reggie Miller uh, just decided that uh, that Spike can't. That was one of the
0: greatest moments ever gave him the choke sign, and grabbed his dick. I'm telling you, the, the, that's what's going to happen with Drake if he continues to be that. I don't think it's going to happen with Drake because Toronto ain't going to be relevant after this year. The Knicks, even in irrelevancy, have been relevant because of the, histor- the history yeah. of New York and the Knicks, the Lakers, the history of Magic and Kareem and Wilton West and Nicholson. Toronto, if Kawhi is gone, they are forgotten about. And even if he stays, if they don't
1: repeat, they will be be forgotten about. Just remember that this general manager was able to put this team together to win a championship. And that means he's still there. Teams don't (sighs) – players are important. But you get someone who can build a team. Toronto. Ugh. I don't know. The Suns.
0: Boy, you just won't stop campaigning for your Phoenix Suns. Man, you moved to New York. You're a Nick now. Knock it off. But – Nah, the Suns. My neck, nigga.
1: Orange and blue for you. The Suns, dude. They have Booker. They have Anton. I mean, it's look. They have. Two That's groups. one of the teams. Okay, I only know Booker. I don't know nobody else on that fucking team. Well. That team could come together, but they need, they need somebody else. Yeah, well, they ain't got it. But they could put all the money down in the world for, K- for KD, and who knows what's going to happen. KD would not go to the Phoenix Suns. Nigga. Dude, everybody like it. People like Phoenix. The only thing they don't like is Robert Sauver, the owner of the team. <laughs> they don't like Phoenix, nigga. They, 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 no, Dude, remember when uh, Jordan left uh, the Bulls, and Pippen wanted to come out, and he wanted to be in Phoenix. He, I mean, he said that? Yeah. What happened? Uh, he ended up getting traded to Portland. They wouldn't trade him to Phoenix. That's when Barkley was on the team. He wanted to go to Phoenix when Barkley was there? Yeah. Oh,
0: shit. I never knew that.
1: Yeah. Holy shit. Phoenix, Phoenix used to be... Uh, man, I hate to put it all on Robert Solver because I can't believe it's just him. Uh, but it's... it's uh, That that team... They used to be the class of, of one of the classiest teams in the NBA, and it's just not that right now. So hopefully it'll he'll, he'll regain its... Because... Uh, when I grew up in Arizona, when I grew up in Tucson, dude, there was we had nothing. We all we had was college sports, and the only pro team we had was the Suns. Mm-hmm. So that's my been my team since I was a little dude, and I can't give up on Phoenix.
0: Speaking of which, we will be in Phoenix next week. That's right. And I'm gonna tell you, man, uh, I do like Phoenix. I don't like how spread out it is because you need a car.
1: Yeah, it's like L.A kind of it's like la in a lot of ways yeah. but when you're in la
0: once you're in la you feel like you're in a city yeah phoenix feels like a desert <laughs> it's a desert you know what i mean la feels like a city once you're in it yeah um but like what, what is it uh what's the area
1: downtown what is that downtown where the club is yeah that's downtown all right downtown phoenix. i'm trying to figure out where i've we have been to Scottsdale? Is where you've been. Scottsdale, nigga. So that's the place with all the uh, bars and the
0: yeah. That area is banging. Yeah. Um,
1: I want to say, have I been to? Where's Tempe? Tempe's next to Scottsdale, uh, and that's okay. where the cut. That's where god the god that's, Stephanie. That's where oh, ASU is.
0: Stephanie, I told you about Stephanie, right? The white girl with the ass. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That was so, so, oh my
1: god,
0: that was one of the baddest white women i ever paid for nigga (laughs) that bitch's booty nigga oh god stephanie where are you um yeah phoenix holds a special place in my pants nigga (laughs) um but yeah that whole but what you just said no it's
1: Yo, Phoenix is one of those spots, yo. Where I do well with, with the whoas, nigga. But dude, you got Phoenix. What makes Phoenix great is you have Tempe, which is a college town, right? And then you just go just a little bit north, and that's Scottsdale, and that's where all the partying and everybody hangs out, and that's where all the bars are. And right next to that is Phoenix. So you have this triangle of just nothing, but it's it's a great. The way it's set up and right. as it continues to grow, it's a great city. Mm. Phoenix is great. Yeah, so we will be there. Stand up live. And we got some eating to do.
0: Yeah. Because you still got to take me by that barbecue place, which you claim... Little Miss Barbecue.
1: ...is the shit. It's just... They're lying, so I got to talk to him and see if he uh, can get Because he, there- he has that new spot, but the new spot is good, but I want to take you to the original spot.
0: Now, you notice it's hard for me to accept the fact that you're telling me barbecue could be good in Phoenix. Because, again, traditionally, we know the spots. St. Louis, Kansas City... Dallas, Texas, and any spot in the hood is known for barbecue. Why would I believe Phoenix, Arizona, has with, got some barbecue? With, but I never would I'd have thought I'd have saw a white girl with the most voluptuous ass ever in Phoenix. So you could be right.
1: And when I told you Phoenix had one of the best pizza places in the country you didn't believe me on that one either, and I took you to that place. And it was
0: good. But we got to check out the spot from Dinah's Drive-Ins and Dives, which I think is called La, La Pizza or some shit, where I know it's going to be banging. I could tell the way the, the way pepperoni looks on a pizza <laughs> when it comes out of the oven. I could tell if, if the pepperoni has that
1: look, the pizza's banging. What makes Phoenix really great is that no one's really from there. Everybody's bringing things from somewhere else. So they're bringing fat asses, they're bringing good pizza, and they're bringing barbecue. Mm. That's so right. all y'all shit is imported then Yeah Oh it's not home grown Well the guy who does this barbecue I think he's from there And uh-huh. he learned how to do barbecue Right uh, The pizza dude is from I don't know where he came from the Bianco Pizza Bianco Right I don't know where he came from uh, But uh, like this dude is crazy pizza dude Like he, build his, he builds his own pizza oven Like right. in there with the bricks building his own oven He knows where the cold spots, the hot spots That's why his pizza is like some of the best Dude in the one country. of my fantasies is to go to Italy
0: like I, want, I, like I want to see if what I'm thinking is true Like you think that when you go eat food That's supposed to be from that country it's better than that food here in America. In other words, is Chinese food better in China than it is here? Is Italian food better in Italy than it is here? How is Spanish food better in Spain than it is here?
1: I would think it would be. It would God, be I don't more wanna, I eat some Italian food in in, in Italy. Dude, but when you see like the like where people go shopping, that food looks better than any food that we have here. Like when you go and you mm-hmm. see right. the breads are hooked and the cheeses are put up and it just and they do it in the traditional way where shit's hang we can't do it that way here because of the we have to have everything done into the cold. They they still hang their meats to, to cure outside. We mm. don't do shit like that. Says who? I hang my meat to cure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, this might have
1: to be the meat episode. Yeah, speaking of meat, um
0: I gotta talk about something I, I, I tweeted, not tweeted, fucking um Instagram. Instagrammed, Instagrammed. On the way here, uh, listen, the level of mis- of molestation uh, from the TSA, this this has to stop. <laughs> this, this really has to stop. And I made the mistake. You know how they tell you don't talk shit to the man cooking your food? This really applies to the TSA people, too. If they tell you they got to pat you down, don't give them shit because they're going to put some extra molest in the station when they do it. I had this fucking dude, yo, and it pisses me off. Like one thing I did, like I'm 44 years old. I don't sag my pants and I don't like niggas that sag. I think grown men, even if you're a teenager, which I guess is supposed to be the age you do that, it's ridiculous. I remember one time I was standing in the bank to get some money and soldier boy who was living in the neighborhood I live in was in, in, at the teller line. And this nigga's jeans were so far off his ass. You could see his entire ass with his red underwear. And I'm watching this shit. And this white lady is standing next to me. We both looked at each other and just shook our heads. And I'm glad it was me and her and not her and another white guy looking at this. Because they would have been like through telekinesis. Look at these niggas. But because she saw that I had the same look as her of disgust, she knew, okay, not all you niggas do that. But it was an embarrassment. And sometimes I see niggas do that. And I want to tell them, nigga, pull your fucking pants up, man. So I don't so when I wear my, and when I travel, listen, when you do something long enough, you become a veteran of the system. And you know how to you know the rules, you know how to cut corners. And so I know when I travel now, I used to wear my Tim boots. But then I got tired of having to bend over, untie them, bend over again, tie them back up when I gotta put them back. So I wear flip-flops now. My feet come out, my feet go in. I wear sweats because I don't want to wear jeans because I got to take my belt off. Then I got to put it back on. So when you do this shit long enough, you know the ropes. You want to get in and out. Flip-flops and sweats, baby. So I always tie my fucking waistband where it's supposed to be, at my hips. I get in the machine. I hate when these motherfuckers, yo, pull your sweatpants up. And I always and when I say it to them, I say it to them just like this. They up as far as they could go. With that attitude like I'm 44 nigga, I'm not wearing my pants sagging. So then I put the I do the hands up position. And when you come out if there's too many of those yellow blocks on you, now they got to patch you down. So if there's anybody that's ever been through this, it, 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 it it's 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 violating And I know, I get it, aviation safety, safe than sorry. But God, and I happened to get this one white dude who had to be in his 60s. And I could tell he was a little off mentally. Like, let me be honest, he was a loser. You could tell, I, I could just go, I went, this nigga ain't smelt pussy nigga since he came out of his mother's womb. I could just tell he's not good with women. He just had that. Half geeky, half creepy. He don't get no pussy, dog. He don't get no pussy. I wouldn't even be shocked if this motherfucker wasn't straight binoculars in the bushes of the preschool. This So I gave him attitude. Like, yo, man, come on. I've been through the procedure, man. He goes, yo, I got to pat you down. I got to give you the rules. I got to rub across this and rub across. I said, I know the rules, man. Go. Which I knew was a mistake because that means all nigga. You done? He, he he he's the cook. He's talking shit. he's gonna spit in your food. This nigga gonna put some extra feel on your dick. So, you know they fucking hand on your thigh, all up in your nut cavity. Finger run through your back. I could feel his fingertip graze my ass crack. This motherfucker rubbing his hand all across my meat cleavage, nigga. And I and when you've had,
1: have you ever had this done to you? Yeah,
0: once. That feeling where they could feel, like, they know how big your dick is. Yeah. As they rub their hand across your dick, you feel it. And they know how big your dick is. So I'm just like, this nigga is trying to juice me for all my testicular juices, nigga. When it was over, I felt like Dudley at the bike shop. Like, nigga, I just was like, ugh. You should have the option as a dude to go, yo, I want a woman. As long as the female TSA is willing to do it. (laughs)
1: Come on, man. That man-on-man man shit, it ain't right. Dude, and you were in sweat, so everything's right. Loose, nigga.
0: <laughs> Loose.
1: Dude, but you're going to Phoenix this week, so I'm going to take you to the TSA in Phoenix, and I'm going to get you your TSA. Oh, the, uh, what do you call it? What you call it? The uh, the, the I don't know. The TSA. Uh, pre-check. Pre-check, yeah. Where I don't have to wait in line. You don't have to, well, you have to wait in the TSA line. I don't have to you, take my shit off. Yeah, you don't have to go through that stuff. Yeah, dude, let's finally do it. Yeah, and when you go, only every once in a while you get checked for uh, you get checked for some other stuff that they do. They they have other checks for right. you, but uh, I've never. After I got uh, after I got groped by the TSA, that's when I got my uh, my my pre check.
0: And what I don't understand is this: what could you be possibly hiding near your dick?
1: Well, if you have a small dick, one of those championship rings. <laughs> Matter of fact, your dick is wearing the ring. <laughs> it's wearing the ring. It's a <laughs> well, I got this instead.
0: Right. Um, God damn. Uh, all right. I think it's time to get serious. Uh, did you watch it? Which one? When they see us, all the way up until the last half an hour, folks. If you haven't seen it, uh, it's called Netflix's "When They See Us" by Ava. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Uh, it's the story about the Central Park Five. Um, yo, listen, man. Let me say again, I, I love white people. I do. Uh, I do. I love you guys. But there are times when you watch something and you just get mad. You just get mad. And, of course, as time goes on and you're done watching it, you'll you'll go back to You'll go back to being who you are, but at that moment you Hulk out and you just straight want destruction. And I'm telling you, there's no way I could have watched that with you because I'd have knocked your beard off, nigga. <laughs> I, I, I'd have forgot that we were cool, and I would have straight knocked your beard clean off your face, like you got shaved with a straight razor. Um, so again, I love white people, but I, I'm being honest. Um, I'm telling you what I felt. At the moment, I just, in my mind, I'm going, and I know not all white people, and, I, and I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not all of y'all. So please don't take what I'm saying literal, but I'm just t- telling you how I felt. I went, white people are so fucking evil. Like, by nature, you motherfuckers are evil people. You're, 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 when they call you devils, demons, you're evil devil demons. I hate you. And again, I'm, I'm saying that because at the moment, and, and, and before you judge me and get upset, go see the movie. And again, I already knew Central Park Five. The five black boys who were literally boys who were coerced and forced into false confessions of raping a white woman and were all sent to jail. Meanwhile, Donald Trump wanted to have them executed. And to this day, he never apologized and the prosecutor knew it was bullshit. The, the 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 everybody knew it was bullshit, and these boys' lives got fucked up, especially Corey. Um, and it, it's just you know the way the justice system does black people. It, it's it was it it was tough to watch, man. It was tough to watch, and this shit happened in 1989. Uh. I was 14 years old in 1989. Thank God I was living in Jersey. And I mean even if I was living in New York, you know, I didn't run in them kind of circles. Not like these guys were bad guys, but my I, we were we were more sheltered than anything. My my parents, you know, mom and dad kept us close. So I didn't run with a pack of dudes. But it but you think to yourself what if it was you? Your whole life fucked up. And you know, Every, the, it was such a solid movie, but everybody is praising the, the, the guy that played Corey. And what was interesting was it's a four-part movie. For the first three parts, they kind of deal with everybody. But they specifically save the last part, where which is all Corey's story. The other three don't even get brought in until the very end once the, boys got exo- well, the men finally got exonerated. The performance by this boy, Corey. I, I, I wish I knew his real name. I'm trying to look it up. Fucking right amazing. And the crazy thing is the other three boys, they went to juvenile detention. Yeah, he was the only one that went to prison. This motherfucker went to Rikers. And if if you know anything about Rikers, especially if you're from the New York area, nigga, that's when they rape you upon processing. Nigga, while they doing paperwork, you're getting raped. And if, and you know that one scene where he was in Rikers and them two dudes fucked him up, I thought they was gonna rape him. Uh, it was it was it was heavy. It didn't mean that they didn't. It, right, but I just you know they they worked him over.
1: But I, I I thought that that was uh, I liked that they. When I said that, that doesn't mean that they didn't. I like that they didn't put it that way. That They didn't make this about rape, the movie. They made well, it about... I, well, I, I, but listen,
0: it, it was such a real, raw movie. I think that if he had been, they would have showed it. Or they would have let you
1: know that's what happened. I, I think that they kind of say that a little bit in the movie when when they're talking to him. He goes, I know all the things. You had to go through some horrible, horrible things. Yeah, but that don't mean rape. Oh, I don't know. That, would be one that could mean just getting your ass kicked. Uh, dude, I'd take an ass kicking over a uh, raping. I, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I, that, that's not even the The reason I like it is because that isn't where the, the focus of the movie was. The focus of the movie was, and this is where it, uh, I give credit to uh, – I, I can't – what was her name again who made the movie? Ava something. Uh, I got to look this up. I'm trying to get it up right now, but my I, I never get good service when we're doing a podcast. Um, you know, there, there was a comment about, uh, about some of the people in the movie who disagree with – with what the movie said. And uh, what her response was, this wasn't about... This isn't about them. This movie is more about... Who was upset? You know, like the prosecutor, the, the people who still oh, deny that... Who,
0: and, and the funny thing is, both the prosecutor... Well, the prosecutor stepped down... Recently. From, recently, from her position at Columbia University. And the...
1: Is that the is it the main detective the lead detective I don't know what I don't know what her part was Well there was two
0: women Yeah there was the blonde chick and then there was that, the, the, the blonde woman, chick curly I can't hair. figure out
1: what what her was she the I thought she was the prosecutor she wasn't the prosecutor No the prosecutor's the the, the curly one. hair Yeah was yeah. she the lead detective I don't know what she because she was the one on the scene Maybe she was the prosecutor Maybe she was no
0: maybe- no I mean, no I think she's right you're lead detective
1: Um anyway she's still saying that you and know, in real life her book deals got snatched. Well, yeah, and she... She got dropped! She got dropped, and... But there, there's two parts to this that I, that I want to say, and, and I'm going to get shit for one of these two, but not, and I don't care because this is how I feel. Um, again, the movie wasn't really about any of those people, the prosecutor. The, it was more about the system that this country is, and especially in 1989 when this happened to those boys. Young boys. Not even young men, boys. Um... Uh, and how flawed the system was, and how against black people it was at the time at that time now i 'm not saying it 's better now because i don 't know i 'm not black and i 'm not in the system so uh well i 'm black and i 'm not in the system either, and I can tell you it it 's not that much better okay uh, so that 's what that movie was about and, and trying to make people understand how the playing field is not a fair playing field and well, it ha- never has been no, and how it 's how how the the, the systematic ra- racism has been. Uh, weaved into our culture so much that a lot of times people, a lot of times white people can't see this. And so this movie... Or don't want to see it. Well, they can't see it, and this movie made them see it, whether they wanted to see it or not.
0: You know, I really wish there was a way, just like with Nielsen ratings or whatever, analytics, I wish there was a way to know demographically how many white people watched that movie. And then what were their
1: thoughts? Well... I don't know what all their thoughts were but you can't you can't deny uh what 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 you were presented and they they presented a lot of the evidence. I do think that where I disagreed a little bit and not with the movie uh, with the statement is that it wasn't about her. It wasn't about those two those two women. It really wasn't. Not at all. But I would have liked uh some interjection from from them afterwards. I, I would well, like you to could hear- you
0: could but you 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 also saw in the movie where the prosecutor even before it went to trial, she knew it was
1: bullshit. She could feel it. She could sense it. As far as the movie goes, but that's one of the questions I'd like. When did you know this was bullshit? Because as the movie shows it at a certain point, I would like to. I would like to hear. They're, 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 I would like to hear that side. I would like to hear that side. Not that I think that side uh, is going to change my mind about what the movie presented, but I would like to hear. That what side. I would like
0: to hear from her, really, is so when you know it's bullshit. You go through with it because you're doing your job, and if you just if if you know it's bullshit and you go well, I got a job to do.
1: Isn't that unethical? I I think it's extremely unethical because of the part in the movie which we weren't there, so I can't say that. So we know that they wrote it, and it's supposed to be when she says it's not it's it's political. It's not no longer about the law. It's political or something like that. Right. Uh, I'm paraphrasing. How do you how do you how do you sleep
0: at night? Well, good question, and, and and to further that point a little bit different off subject, but to further that point, I, again, I think after I saw, did you see the latest video
1: where the cops were fucking with a pregnant black In woman? In Phoenix. In Phoenix. In Phoenix. Right. And I was always proud that Phoenix is a, a larger city. But I want to make this. sure
0: I'm not confusing stories, and at some point they snatched the baby out of her
1: arms they're trying or? to take the baby out of her arms okay. she gives it to she gave it to a basically somebody she didn't know right because she didn't want the police to grab the baby got gotcha. you so and i
0: tweeted this and i and i really i don't know in terms of who out there really listens to the podcast i know we got a, a little bit of everybody and i certainly know we got a lot of black people but if there are any and it's it's interesting because last night at the show uh one big black dude bought a CD and a t-shirt and he was telling me how much of a fan he was and I didn't notice it uh, obviously cuz it was dark when the sh- during the show but when the lights came up the nigga had a badge on his belt yeah i saw him so he's a cop yeah and you know i've had times where yeah there's been cops at my shows before black cops even and i really want to ask them and i and i and i, I keep seeing tweet but i instagram this out how is you how do you as a black cop and you know who the fucked up cops are on the force, you know, but because you don't want to break the blue wall of brotherhood, how do you as a black officer lay your head down at night? OK, let me. And, I'm- you, and, I, and, I, and I want to say, I know black people, we give a lot of shit to the white officers who are doing wrong and rightly so. But why do we completely let these black cops off the
1: hook? Are they doing more good, making sure that there's at least there? Are they benefiting because they? What do you mean? Because if they're there on the force, are they? Are they keeping things? Are they making things better than if no. they weren't on the? force? No. You sure? I'm absolutely positive. You sure they're not keeping some people in check? Dude,
0: I don't buy that for one second. I, I'm. I'm. So you, so you think? So you think that if a white cop is inherently racist, and 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 because of his racist ways could fuck some niggas up he's not doing it because you know
1: black cop is p- p- policing him i i think if he if he's on the scene there's going to be a little bit of difference of how they handle but it. what about when he's not on the scene it doesn't make a difference well then it doesn't work but i i'm i'm more angry at well you're angry at the black cop i'm angry at the white cop because well, i'm you, always going to be angry at the white cop but not the white cop that's the racist i'm not angry at the white cops the racist the fuck that dude I'm angry at the white cop that says he's not a racist that stands by and let that shit. Well, happen. you
0: know what? I could believe and understand why he'd be more inclined not to do nothing than the black guy. Fuck
1: him. Then he's a racist too. Of course he
0: is. So, but what I'm saying is as a, as a black, the white cop, that's not racist. Isn't watching his people get murdered. So maybe it doesn't affect him the way it
1: should affect the black cop. Well, okay. in I want to address that too. He isn't watching his people get murdered. Um, There are people who are getting... uh, There are white dudes who get murdered, too. And and that's not the point. Here's the point. So why'd you bring that up? Because I want to make sure this point gets made. So you needed to make that point to make this point. Yes. All right. This is the safest time in this country. For whom? Blacks and whites. In this country, right now, this is the safest... this This is as close to safe as the police has ever been. Compared to what? To all the time in this country... I'm, I'm telling you, this is statistics of what's going on, and if it's still this fucked up now, how fucked up was this place? When you see this movie, as a I'm talking as a white, as, as someone, as, so, so other people, white people, understand what I'm saying. 1989, when you saw this movie, the only thing that's making people more credible, that's making more people more honest, camera phones. Those camera phones. It's keeping people on check. But is it though, dude? I, I, with all the all, all the footage
0: of cops being uh doing being caught doing fucked up shit most of them don't
1: even get convicted but so what difference does it make think about how much more they were doing before there was even a camera that was okay
0: but whether the cameras were there or not and they were doing the same thing then or not if they're not being prosecuted what difference does it make about the camera what difference does it make one of these. all all it does is, is is exemplify what
1: we already been knowing that's it. No, for you, that's what it's doing. You, you already know that. No, for you, no, they didn't know that. They turned Who's their head. They? White folks turned their head around on this the whole time. Okay, I, fair enough. They didn't know. Now they know. Now and they can't do anything about it. And now, now they have to do something about it. But they're not. They're not convicted. They're not. There is a black. There is a cop that got convicted. for A cop. Yeah, and he was black. A cop. He was black. Oh well, there, there's the slap in the face. I'm just. I'm. I'm talking about the obvious.
0: Listen, again, I would never, ever, 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 ever condone or suggest violence against the ham uh, because it would only bring more trouble to us, more death to us. But again, in the moment of how you feel, And this is a question that constantly is being asked on social media. I read all the comments all the time where black people are starting to say, we're tired of marching. We're tired of prayer because neither one is working. When do we take it to the next level? Now, again, God forbid, I would never. It should never come to that. I don't want it to come to that. Because, again, we're going to suffer more than anybody. But what do we do if the marching and the praying just continues to not work? But, a- and, 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 and I'm going to tell you, man, you know what scares me every time I see the footage of a cop fucking up a black person? It's hard enough to watch it happen to a, a black man. It's hard to watch it, a cop rough up a black woman. Dude, I swear to Christ, I think if it's ever going to go to that level, what's going to happen? The first time we see the footage of a cop killing a pregnant black woman or literally killing a child, shit's going to get ugly. That's already the Black ha- people are going to start a war. That's already happened, though. What, what do you mean? Like with Tamir Rice? Who's the kid with the, with the, Tamir Rice. With the little gun? Right, Tamir Rice. Yeah. We didn't see it. There's no footage that's different. We know. know, know I I, I, I always just say this. I always say this. I I said to myself, hey, yo. And my, you know, my girls cheated on me. And again, rightly so. I deserved it. But I go, you say to yourself, if, if somebody told you, Andy, yo, I saw Tara, uh, I know for a fact she fucked this dude. That would bother you, right? Yeah. And you would already go through in your mind how you would handle it, how upset you think you could be without getting out of control. And no matter how in control or no matter what you tell yourself in terms of, this is how I would act. That's very different from if you walked in your house and you saw it. Yeah, yeah. You saw her sucking his dick. You're right. You saw him in and out of her. Now, again, I think I would be able to to know because I don't want to go to jail. I I don't want to spend my life in jail. I don't want to, you know. So no matter how mad I think I could get, I go, I'm not going to kill the motherfucker. I'm not going to get so angry and full of blind rage. I'm going to kill her, kill him because I'll go to jail. But if I think that someone telling me, hey, man, your girl fucked this dude it's the same as me seeing it, you, 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 you're lying to yourself.
1: Yeah, because you have time to prepare yourself. But when you see it, there's nothing left. It's, it's done. So
0: it's one thing to know, yeah, cops killed a 12-year-old a little kid. And I don't know how old Tamir Rice was. Do you know? No, you, No. Okay. I, I thought it was 12. It was 10 or 12. 10 or 12. I'm talking about six or seven. I'm talking about if you ever saw footage of a cop pull his gun out at a six or seven year old child and blow him the fuck away, I think that would be the spark to start to 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 to, to blow the bomb.
1: I, I'm honestly, I was surprised it had hasn't. Happened. I think Tamir was 12. Let's, you know, I think I'm he was 12. To look it up. But. Like I said before, I'm surprised it hadn't happened before. I thought after World War II, if I would have come back to this country after defending this country. And I already had all the equipment, the management, the, the, the everything put into place. You know, you already had your uh, captains, your colonels. You know, you had everything already ready to go. Mm-hmm. And you come back here and you're treated again like a second-class citizen after whatever, everything that happened. I'm surprised mm-hmm. it didn't happen then. Um are you still looking it up? No, I am done. I can't my I, I get no service in there.
0: Um yeah, dude, when I saw that footage of uh that police officer in that school, remember I don't know if you saw it, when he t- snatched that black girl out her desk and slammed her to the ground. Uh it was a teenage girl, man. I have a teenage well, my daughter's twenty now, my oldest. But at one point I had a teenage daughter. I just went, man, that would be the scariest position to be in, to be a dad on the scene, see a cop take your, your daughter, slam her to the ground. What would you do? You'd have to make a de- Like if, if you as a dad were to see a cop with his fist balled, pounding your child, you got to go, am I going to sit here or am I going to do what a parent should do, knowing you're going to die? There's no way you put your hands on the police. If, if the cop is fucking up a, a teenage girl, nigga, you're gone. So you have to make that decision right then and there. I'm going to die. Because I'm not going to sit back and let this cop beat my
1: daughter up. But I got to fight this motherfucker. You're going to die. And I know this is a question that just sounds so ridiculous right now. But how is that person even on... How is it possible? How is it possible? I know you. You, you know. <laughs> Listen, man. That you know. You know why I'm not a cop? Because I would. I. I don't have the patience for people. So I know I couldn't do that job. You don't have the patience, so you would do shit you ain't supposed to do. I know I would. I know I would. I know I'd lose my patience. I know I'd probably hit somebody that I wasn't supposed to hit. I know that I would get irritated or agitated when I was asking someone to do something and they treated me shitty. Don't think the police don't get treated shitty though. We do uh, know they yeah, do get treated shitty. So at that point, I mean, this is this is this. I would I would lose my shit, and so I know that that's not the job for me. Why do these people that look like they're on steroids? Hey,
0: the best line in The Departed. You know, uh, some nigga, some guys become a cop
1: just so they can put their, put their put a niggas head through a, a glass window. But I I think that's true, though. I think, seriously, some people become cops because they're—and everybody says this. They have tough guy issues. That's why it's very important, yo. The dude that you think about
0: picking last for dodgeball in school, pick that nigga first. <laughs> Them is the cops nigga that fuck niggas up. Because you pick me last at dodgeball,
1: nigga, I'm going to make you pay. Dude, and I got to be honest. I used to drive... and Cops have this thing, man. Um, and I'm not I'm not knocking the police department 100%. I know you guys have a rough job. What I'm saying is there's some bad people that make you guys look really bad. But when I used to have... I used to drive this uh, uh, Chevy Avalanche. It was red, and I had 24-inch chrome wheels on it. Right. Tinted windows. I got pulled over all the time. Now... I mean, all the time. I'm old. I'm an older dude. I got pulled over all the time, and one time, I, I really did. I I had a I had an out. I had a warrant because uh, I had a check that didn't clear that I paid to the company. The company didn't clear. I paid it to the company, but in the process before I paid it to the company, they had turned it over to. Uh, and this happened in Tucson. They had turned it over to the attorney general in Tucson because they take them there in Tucson. Mm-hmm. Um, they turned it over, but I had already paid them. I didn't know that it was on there. And it, like eight years later, I get pulled over. And this cop, man, uh, I'll never forget, though, how he, he. I had my kids in the car. And as soon as he saw, like, I had this, I I, I was like, I was public enemy number one. I had that car. I saw him, he, he couldn't wait to arrest me. He arrested me. I had uh, I had to have someone come get my kids. He arrests me, he locks me up in front of my fucking kids, puts me in my car, and then goes through my car like he was, like he just made like the big, he went through my, he went through everything in my car, my car was all tossed, turned up, he thought he was going to find, he saw I had a warrant, he thought I was some, the car, the warrant, thought I was a drug dealer or something, because he went through my whole car to go through thinking he was going to find something. Mm. And I drove away kind of laughing, because he was such a piece of shit, and on the other hand, just felt dirty. Violated. Yeah, yeah, violated. Because I, I had, and I even tried to explain to him, "Hey, I lived. In, this is year. Look how long ago that is, dude. I, this Whoa. was taken care of. This is a, a mistake." But that's how it goes, and and I and, you know, this is just assumptions, and they all work off assumptions. And you're black, and you get pulled over. I got to be honest. I mean, I know what the, they're thinking. There's assumptions. There's assumptions by white,
0: folks. Again. um, Black cops, man, how do you guys live with yourselves, man? You guys, that's, that's, how do you
1: sleep at night? How do you, how do you, how do you look in the mirror? But you don't think they're trying to do anything insi- inside to make it better? No. No, I don't, that is terrible. No. Then I don't understand why they would be there. Hey, man. If you're not part of the solution. Yeah. Let's get something to eat. Guys, uh, we will be in Phoenix. Uh, we're going to have lots of merch because we're in uh, where we get all of our shit done. So uh, come on out. Seriously support uh, the show. It's going to be a fun show. Uh, it's a city that I'm from. I, uh, I love it there. And uh, I think it's going to be a great time. All
0: right, y'all. Uh, we're going to hit y'all from Phoenix. Uh, much love. You know the deal. Aerie Spears 45 at Hotmail for all emails, questions, concerns. Uh, Would love to hear from some more women God damn You ladies stink You know you never play hypotheticals You never stoop down to our level You know pull them to the mic one time for me You know get Fuck with us man Um Okay yeah That's it let's go Yeah I ain't
1: got no money ass Nigga